Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are, whenever you're watching this. I am so glad to welcome you to Sunday Service Activate Church. We are thrilled to have you with us all the time. Every Sunday we meet 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock, UK British time, Nigerian time at the moment. So we are really, really happy that you could join us. We are continuing our series, Promises, and today we're going to be looking at God's promises through adversity. I believe God has a special word for you. So why don't you share or why don't you ask your friends to join and let us hear what God has for us. God bless you. I want to thank Pastor for the opportunity. He gives me all the time to share his platform. I don't take it for granted. And I want to thank God for the opportunity to be his not peace. So let us pray. Father, we thank you, we bless you, we glorify you, we honor you, we praise you because you are good, because your message is in your forever. Lord, we ask you for understanding, we ask you for insight, we ask you, Lord God, to help us as we share, as we hear. Father, let us hear indeed, let us hear and let us do, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So today we're going to be looking at God's promises through adversity. I think this, this, this is one of the group of promises many of us are very conversant with because adversity is part of life. It is something we all go through. It's something we would all experience. So if you haven't met any adverse circumstance in your life, which I strongly would dispute, then it's coming. And this isn't, you know, whether you say, God forbid, it's not my portion and all that. Adversity comes. It's part of life. I mean, since the fall, adversity is part of life. It's one of the ways God trains us. It's one of the ways God builds a character. It's one of the ways God teaches us. But it's also one of the ways we exercise our faith. It's one of the ways we prove God's faithfulness, which is what God's promises are all about. Him doing what he says it's an opportunity for us to see God in action it's an opportunity to see whether we really really trust God whether we really can really depend on his word it's also an opportunity to grow as a Christian hallelujah so today we're going to be looking at just a few verses of what God's word says about times of adversity. I'm not going to read so many parts of scriptures this time around. We had so many last week. Um, but I will be referring to a number of scriptures. I'm sure you've heard this story about the man who wrote It Is Well, that hymn, It Is Well, with my soul. And it's sung at funerals and times of uncertainty and things like that. So he was a lawyer, an American lawyer, his businesses had gotten burnt, I think, in 1871, you know, and he lost a lot. In two years following that, he and his family were supposed to be traveling. Um, he had four daughters, he and his wife and his four daughters, and they were supposed to be traveling somewhere, by sheep, of course, in those days, long distances were by sheep. And he was kind of delayed with work, and so he couldn't go with them at the time, so he sent them ahead of himself. And on their way, that ship struck another vessel, another vessel struck that ship and it sank and four, his four daughters drowned. His wife survived and sent him a telegram, a telegram at the time 
you know, tell him what had happened. You know, what should I do? And he quickly got onto the next available sheep and started, you know, heading towards her. And as he was going, he was reflecting. You know, I, I don't know if any of you can imagine, I can't imagine how he felt. I mean, as someone who knows the Lord, you would be wondering, why? What did I do wrong? Have I sinned? This is something else. Many of us, when we go through a difficult time or a first situation, first thing we think of is, have I sinned? Is God angry with me? And that's not to say that sometimes when we sin or when we walk in disobedience, we can't bring adverse situations on ourselves. But it's also that adversity is just part of life. So whether you're a believer, an unbeliever, an addict, traditional worshiper, whatever, adversity will surely come. Whether you're righteous, righteous you make mistakes you don't make mistakes you're very careful you're careless adversity will come it's true that if you're like you're more reckless you make more mistakes you make poor decisions you're more likely to have more adverse circumstances that is true but no matter how careful you are you know i, I you know and i think about this because you know i wish like as a mother i wish i could save my children from more adversity in their lives i wish i could I could, you know, just pray or click my fingers and they wouldn't meet any other circumstances. They'll just have, their lives would just go really, really smooth. But then you would also rob them of life's experiences. You will rob them of their stories. You will rob them of God's opportunity to build them into strong men, to build them into the person who he wants them to be. So they have to go through those adverse situations. They have to face those challenges and learn how to surmount them. But today is about God's promises, what God has said to us through this time. So as this man was going, going, you know, and I understand as, as they were crossing that area where the sheep sunk, the captain had told him, this is where this has happened. But this was what came to him, that whatever I want, whatever the circumstance, you have thought me to say, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. You know where that word, you know, that line, it is well, we you know it very well from the story of, of the Shunammite woman who, whose son had died. And she was rushing, running towards the prophet. And the prophet looked at her and saw, and, and saw her come in. And he asked his servant, lady go and find out what is wrong with her go and find out and he went next prophet asked me is there anything wrong what did she say it is well he said is your husband well is your child well is everything okay he says it is well it is well hallelujah hallelujah so that was where that song came from it is well with my soul Hallelujah. But today, we're going to be talking about what does God's word say? I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 and 2. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob. He who formed you, Israel. 
do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. So this is God speaking to his people. When these things happen, don't worry. Fear not. This is why so many fear nots in the Bible. They say that 365. There's so many. Because God, God is saying, don't worry. Don't be afraid. I am with you. When you pass through the waters, first, I am with you. I am with you. I will be with you when these things happen. And also, those circumstances wouldn't drown you. They wouldn't overshadow you. They wouldn't overwhelm you. They wouldn't destroy you. That is God's word to us. So this is our confidence when we go through difficult times. When we go through unpleasant times. When we go through a situation of wondering, Lord, where are you? How could this have happened to me? Lord, after we served you. Lord, after we've, we sowed seeds. Lord, after we gave you everything. Lord, after I taught my children the right way. Lord, after I had done this, I had prayed, I had done all that. How could this be happening? How can this happen to me? Why am I the one it happened to? Hallelujah. God's word to us is when you, because you will, but don't worry, fear not. I will be with you there. As you're going through it, I will be with you. You know, there's this, when we're going up, there's this um, framed, framed uh, write-up like people used to hang in their houses. I can't even remember what it was called. It was called something like footsteps in the sand or something. And, you know, a man saw his life and it was as, it was like footsteps on a beach. You know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I, I can't, I remember the story, but I don't remember everything. And they were like footsteps on the beach. And at each point he was seeing two footsteps, two footsteps. Then some places you'll see only one set of footsteps. And some other places there'll be two sets of footsteps. And he told God, God, no, no. First of all, he reflected on it and found out that where there was only one set of footsteps during those times, there were the most difficult times in his life. There were the times he went through adversity. And he said, Lord, why is it that during my toughest times, you left me and I was walking alone? All through the times things were okay, you were working with me. But during my most difficult times, my most trying times, my losses, my disappointments, I was alone. And, God, and, and the Lord said to him, no. My child, during those times, you've seen only one set of footsteps. Because during those times, I was carrying you. And, you know, something, you know, I used to, we used to anytime you go, mess, you go to people's houses, you see it and you read it. And, you, know. So, you know, for a long time, I didn't even really understand it until I matured a little bit. Because I was carried you. Because I couldn't imagine an adult being carried. So I wasn't really, really sure. I, I didn't really, really understand it. You know, my childhood brain. But you see, 
during those difficult times, God is carrying us. God is being with us. You know, I lost my dad last year and it was the most, I'd say the most difficult experience I'd ever had in my life. I, you know, you, I don't even think I'm ready to speak about it, but I was surprised at how I could cope. If anyone had told me I would be able to cope, you know, when it happened, I told myself, I may never recover. But if anyone had told me I would be able to cope, a week after I'd be going to work, I would say impossible, not possible. But what happened? God, God helped me. People were praying for me, supporting me. And somehow, God helped me. You know, I wouldn't even say I did much. I wouldn't even say, you know, even though at that time, you know, when you when you're in a place of loss, you don't have any alternative. God, for you know, if you're a Christian, God is is your only source of comfort, of help, of support. Is only God you have. So you have to hold on to Him. Say, God, if you don't help me, I'll die. Oh, God is there, supporting protecting, carrying you, carrying you. You know, unbelievers will say, you know, the strength of, of you know, the spirit of, of, of a human being is, is amazing. Or the resilience human, humans can, can um, exhibit during times of loss and devastation is amazing. You know, people will say of how they're shipwrecked and they would survive, you know, 20 days, 30 days, 40 days without food and water. But we have something even better. We have God's promises that don't fail, that don't break. Hallelujah. I want us to read something else. John chapter 16, verse 33. This is Jesus. This is from the mouth of Jesus. Pastor says, anytime you see something that God said, Jesus said, take it very seriously. And he says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. I read this, this, this verse in two other versions. But this is Jesus. So if anybody preaches to you that you will never have trouble, that once you're born again, all your problems will be solved. You know? so, I, and I have heard this with my two years. When you're, uh, someone is um, doing an altar call and we need people to Christ, tell people come to the altar. Once you come, come to Jesus. He will solve all your problems. True. But if you paint a picture, it's going to be all rosy. Everything is going to be fine. Everything will be fine. Because God is able. But it would be um, deceit to tell people they will never have a problem again in their lives. That there will be no adverse circumstance. That things will never, you know, that everything would go as they have planned it or as they have asked because you know as as uncle fanny spoke you know pastor we spoke um last week god's ways are not our ways the way god treats things the way, you know god's plan is is not our plan his plans are not our plans as far as the heavens are from the earth do you know the distance of the heavens from the earth that is how far that is how above that is the difference. So we can't 
we we are unable to fathom totally what God's big plan is for our lives sometimes. But what can we do in those times? We trust Him. Jesus is saying, you will have trouble. But don't worry. Be of good cheer. Cheer up. He says, I've told you this thing so that you will have peace. So that you will be at peace. Because one of the things that happens when we go through adversity is we become discouraged. We become worried. We become anxious. We become unsettled. Hallelujah. And, you know, when we are in that state, God finds it difficult to intervene. If it's possible, you say, you, you prolong your process. You prolong your process. But when you rest, when you're at peace, when you're trusting God, what he says he would. If he says he's going to be with me at this time, then he's with me. If he tells me that this trouble, it's not going to drown me. He has removed, he has deprived, from, deprived it of power to harm me, then no problem. This trouble will not harm me. It will not break me. Hallelujah. Let's look at it in, in um, the message. It says, I've told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. I've told you all so that trusting me, you will be unshakable, assured, deeply at peace. Hallelujah. In this godless world, you will continue to experience difficulties. You will continue to experience difficulties. So sometimes you go through like a big one, like, oh, thank God we survived. We are, we are now in a wealthy place. You know, but Jesus is saying, you will continue to experience difficulties. Hallelujah. So this is part of the promise. But take heart. I have conquered the world. I have conquered the world. So we can rest. We can be at peace. We can trust him. We can depend on him. No matter how difficult, no matter how dark the night, no matter the tunnel you are walking in, no matter the trouble you are going through, no matter the challenge that is facing you, take heart. Be of good cheer. Jesus has overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. Hallelujah. Let us take solace in that. In, from the Amplified, it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Faith. You may have perfect peace and confidence. In this world, you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration tribulation trials so both from the christian end you know and then just normal trials frustration distress so there'll be times where you want to pull your hair there'll be times where you want to cry there'll be times where you're just despondent you know my last son became very unwell many many years ago he was he was only very small at the time and it, it was sudden and we didn't know what was going on. I mean, <laughs> for hours he had, I don't know, 
five or six doctors working on him. We didn't know what's going on. And I was alone with the children. Despair. Like, what is going on here? But be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In times like that, you remember what God has promised you. I said, Lord, this is your child now. <laughs> You're the one who gave him. I didn't ask. Just do your thing. Take care of it. And God came to you beautifully. Beautifully. But when he woke up, he was fine. Just had a bit of fever. I think just did maybe with David. 43 verse 18, which says, forget the former thing and do not dwell on the past. So that means you should not dwell on 2020. Do you not think that this... I have overcome the world. It says, take courage, be confident, certain, certain, be certain. You can be sure. I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and I have conquered it for you. I have deprived it of power to, to harm you. You know, this is one of the things we can totally rest, especially when there is a threat against your life or the life of your loved ones. Nothing can happen to us unless God allows it. As long as we're in the will of God, we are aligned with God's purpose. Nothing. He has deprived the world of power to harm us. To get in the way of our purpose. To significantly dis I mean, dislodge us. It can't happen. So we don't need to panic. First thing that happens when it's, it's panic, what's happening? What's happening? I know. But what do we do? We rest. Or we, what, we just remind ourselves what has God, God's words. And sometimes when difficult times come, the other thing we should remind us of what has God done in the past. You remember what he has done. Whether it's for you, whether it's for somebody else, whether it's what he's done in the Bible. And you can just rest. Our God is bigger. Our God is stronger. Our God is able. Hallelujah. I have deprived it of power to harm you. I have deprived it of power to harm you. There's a saying that sheep don't sink. Because of the water around them. Sheep sink because water gets into them. Sheep don't sink because, because there's always water around them. In fact, they're thriving on water. They don't, they don't move on land. They, 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 that is their terrain. But they begin to sink. That water that's around them can harm them once it gets into them. So there may be adversity around you, but don't let it get into you. Don't let it take a hold of your heart. Don't let it get into your spirit. Don't let it take over your mind. Because when it does, then you become depressed. Then you become overtly anxious. Then you become doubtful. Then you stop believing what God has said. Then you start looking around. Who will help me? Amen. Amen. So what can we be sure of? We can be sure of God's presence. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. It's one of his promises. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can be sure of God's, God's promise. 
I will be with you. Fear not, I am with you. Hallelujah. We can be sure of his peace. Jesus said, I have told you these things so that me you would have peace, confidence. Hallelujah. Amen. We are reassured that we cannot be overwhelmed. As it said in Isaiah 43, they will not sweep over you. The flames will not set you ablaze. You may feel the heat of it, but it will set you ablaze. Hallelujah. You will not suffer loss. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We can be reassured of his strength. I will strengthen you. In Isaiah 41 says, I will strengthen you. I will help you. So his strength is there. You know, Paul is another man who went through adversity. You know, a man of purpose, an apostle commissioned by Jesus himself. But boy, did he face adversity. Everywhere he went. Everywhere he went. Every, he had no peace. No, no, I don't mean on the, I mean, not on the, not, not, not on the inside. I don't know what he's inside. I'm talking about on the outside. Everywhere he went. He just needed to stay one or two days. There'll be a mob waiting for him. Hallelujah. But even in all that, see what he was able to achieve for God. See what he was able to achieve for God. And what was God's word to him when he, when he spoke about the thorn in his flesh? God says, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So at that time when you are weak, that is when God is carrying you. That is when he's strong on your behalf. Hallelujah. We can be sure that God is in control. Remember the verse in Jeremiah. I know the thoughts that I have towards you. Thoughts of good, not thoughts that will harm you. Thoughts that will give you a future and a hope. So we know that no matter what we're going through, God is in control of our lives. God is in control of our situations. So what is it that is bothering you today? Is it your children? Is it work? Is it your future? Is it your health? No matter what it is, God is in control. God is able. God is there. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have confidence. He wants you to be certain that he has overcome the world. He has deprived it of, of the power to harm you. Hallelujah. He will surely see you through. His plans are good to give you a future and a hope. So no matter what it is, we can trust him. No matter what it is, we can depend on him. He is faithful. He will not fail. Hallelujah. He will not fail. We can depend on him. We can depend on him. We can depend on him. So what is our action? Speak the word. Speak God's promises. Speak them. Speak them. Don't stop. Read the word when we're going through adversity. Read God's word. Make a list of those promises and read them every day. Read them. Read them, read them, read them, read them, play them. Hallelujah. Praise them everywhere. Remind yourself of what God has done in the past. Remind him, play testimonies. They're all faith builders. Remind him 
of what God has done in the past. Or remind yourself of what God has done in the past. And he will surely come to hold you. Surround yourself with the right people. One of the things that happens to us when we go through adversity is, you know, first of all, we feel angry. Then sometimes we feel ashamed that this is happening to us, especially as Christians. Why should this be happening? So people are wondering, what have I done? Have I sinned? Have I done this? Have I done that? We feel ashamed. We, we start to withdraw. We start to isolate ourselves. And this is one of the things the enemy does or makes us do. Because he wants us to be, to be in a place where we are depressed, we are despondent, we are without help. And we would sink deeper and deeper. But when you share, when you don't isolate yourself, Surround yourself with encouragers. Not people who are telling you, mm, this is how it is of life. You know? Surround yourself with people who are encouraging you, who are moving you forward, who are speaking God's word to you, who are sending God's word to you every day, who are telling you, hold on, God is going to come true for you. You know? Because sometimes you just need a hand to hold. Sometimes when we go through adversity, you know, we, we, we may even know all these words. We may know God's promises. We're just in a place where we just don't feel strong enough to implement them. Don't feel strong enough to, to speak them to ourselves or to speak them over our lives, over our circumstances. That is when we need somebody else to speak over us. That is why you have pastors. That is why you have friends or you have siblings who are Christians. You need somebody else or a spouse, even the most important. Somebody else to hold you. Not, not someone who would deride you, look at you, a Christian, so you don't even know what to do. You don't know if you don't know you don't know what verse to read. You know? No. Someone who knows, who can empathize with you, and who can stand with you in faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us just pray. I want us to pray. I don't know what you're facing, I don't know what you're going through. The truth is, many of us, if not all of us, are going through one thing or the other. Have something in our lives we wish we could change. Have something, some challenge that is facing us that we're wondering, what can we do about this? How will we get out of this? I want us to pray. And I want to speak God's word of us. That God is able. There's nothing he cannot do. There's no situation too hard. There's no situation that is impossible. The angels said to Abraham and to Sarah, is there anything too hard? There is nothing to have from him. His word to us in our situation is that he is with us. That he would never leave us or forsake us. That he will contend with those who contend with us. Let us begin to pray and speak God's word into that circumstance. One of the things we can do is to get a word, get a promise. Get something you can hold on to and speak it every day and speak it every day and speak it every day. Jesus said, I have told you this so that in me you will have peace. Father, I speak your peace upon your people. Peace into their spirits, into their hearts, into their minds. Peace to their surroundings. Peace that water will not enter into their sheep. Father, you, your word says that in every trial, Lord, you would always give us a root of escape. 
There's always a route. There's always a way. There's always something that we can do. There's always something. Father, give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Because some of the circumstances we're in, there is something that we can do. Help us, Lord, to learn if it's something that you are teaching us. Let us grasp it. Father, give us strength. We want to trust you totally, completely. We want to rely on you completely, Lord. Father, I speak your healing. I speak your intervention in our circumstances. I speak your power over us. Move mightily, Father, in our circumstances. Help us, Lord. As our names differ, as our circumstances differ, as situations differ. But Lord, you know all. You know what we need. Meet us at the points of our need, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We praise you. Father, because we are certain, Lord, that you country. We are certain, Lord, that you are that you are carrying us, that you are lifting us, that you are with us, that you are protecting us, that you are comforting us, that you are strengthening us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for we've asked and prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you. Oh, I feel joy. I feel joy. I want to thank God. I want to thank God because God is coming true. Trust him. He is coming true for you. Hallelujah. Let us pray for our friends. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Lord, we ask for your hand and for your blessings, for your increase to come on everyone who is given. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Increase them. Increase their households. Bless them. Bless the fruit of their body. Bless the fruit of their field. Bless them. Bless their coming and their going. Be with them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. So don't forget, our Tuesday services are continuing. We have a guest who's been running the series. You want to listen to this. Hallelujah. And our Wednesdays and our Friday prayers are still on. Don't forget to join. Hallelujah. So I'm trusting God for a great week. September is coming to an end. And we are looking into October. Hallelujah. We're entering the last quarter of the year. Isn't it exciting? Amen. I'm trusting God that God is going to work things out work things out. All we need to do is to trust him. All we need to do is to hold on to his promises. He is with you. Even if you're going through a rough time, trust him. He is carrying you. Hallelujah. God is on your side. God is working things out for you. Just trust. Trust.